Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Oh. I'm playing this vibe to make everybody out there feel really good about themselves. Come on, somebody. I know it. Ain't nobody crying. Ain't nobody crying in here. <laughs> Ain't nobody worrying. Ain't nobody worrying in here. Ain't no smiling face. Come on. Party. Hey, it's a party out there. I know a place. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. Oh, India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo. You didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Oh, it feels so good to be back. I know a place. Come on with the vibes, B Love. I'm going to listen to the whole song when we get done. Thank y'all for having us. Thank y'all for welcoming us back. We missed you guys last week. Um, I missed the hell out of y'all, man, last week. And we just so happy to be back. It feels good. It feels great. How you feeling? I'm not going to say all that. Yeah, I know she's. I don't know. Right now, he is like trying to like super hype it up. I don't know I exactly am. why he's trying to hype to. it up. I have to because life happens. <laughs> Just though, life is happening <laughs> all around you, and you have to beware. Uh, if you don't think life can't come and give you one of these, if you didn't hear it, there was a knock. You're wrong. Life is happening. And by the way, I got new teeth right now. <laughs> if you saw me on the camera, you saw you me so smile. ridiculous. I have Invisalign. Now listen. I don't have a man right now because I already have a slight lisp. But if I put the Invisalign in, it's suffering sucker things. A- <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Is the Invisalign supposed to get rid of the lisp? It's supposed to close. So for all intents and purposes, my teeth are straight. <laughs> I got pearly whites. They're beautiful. Look in the camera. But I had this little open bite thing that <laughs> opens up. Oh, it's like a pug. It's like a pug. Pug teeth. So, shout out to my homegirl. You know who you are. Thrust gang. I have a tongue thrust. I have a thrusting problem and a tongue thrusting. That's why I eat that. Also, well, shut up. But anyway, so when you have tongue thrust, your tongue pushes on your teeth and it opens and it open th- opens things up. So it's really what happened. Anyway, I have Invisalign. And I don't have my aligners in right now because I'll be damned if y'all talk about me. No, y'all not finna say, girl, because most of y'all are women. Girl, you heard that podcast? She and oh I. Oh my God. B Love said, C and I. <laughs> I could not come on here and let you guys talk about me. <laughs> so I took them out. They over somewhere. I took them out. Not supposed to. I'm supposed to wear it for 22 hours a day. <laughs> 22 hours a day? I can only you take def- No, you definitely don't be following the instructions. You I gonna, you I eat 30 minutes. No, 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 no. I eat 30 minutes a day. So I take them out 30 minutes. I thought about something, too. 
when it's that time, then when it's time to unwind <laughs> and get some vagina. Do you can you eat vagina with I was wondering the same thing. Can I go down on my wife with Invisalign in? My mouth is juicy when I have it in, so that may be better. Oh my for you. gosh. But Enough. as far as my retainers go, my aligners go. I don't know how like the juice is getting in the I don't know. You need to go ask a Reddit group or something. That's a good guy. Ask the dentist. I'm going to do that. Um, no, I because I work. You should probably take them out. Like, I work for the people. Infection. Like, I mean, not infection. I've never given Whoa, you an infection before. Oh, the truth is up. That's not what I'm saying. Life is I'm happening. I'm saying if I'm you sure. like, so what? Which mean I what? mean what? I mean you would just have vagina juice sitting in the in the retainer. Yeah, so all that's them sucking that's on nasty. like a cow with curd, all that tapes of Indian all day sucking on vagina juice. That's disgusting. I won't be doing that, but it's a possibility that if you eat vagina with Invisalign, that it's gonna get encrusted inside of your aligner and you're gonna be curd. <sighs> All okay, all right. Thank y'all right. for having us back, man. I just had to tell y'all where we've been. Um <laughs> He actually just did five minutes of nothing. Like he, told y'all about you didn't my tell them anything. Mm-mm. It's not my truth to tell, Queen. Um, I told y'all about my Invisalign. I just wanted to let y'all know. So, in the meantime, in between time, India, mm-hmm. how was your two week hiatus? India's firm now. I'm not coming over here if I can't be myself. That's her thing. And I'll thank y'all too, <laughs> everybody out there. I posted the video, right? I thought the video was a great video. On the Instagram page, but y'all like this hair, don't you? Look at this. <laughs> Look, at stop. this. Look at the hair. Check her out. She's Yo. gonna start giving YouTube tutorials about how to make big hair. I'm not. Look at her. And I'm not. She's gonna do Pilates and hair tutorials. She's ready. I'm just letting the people know what the vibes are. Um the vibes are out there. How was your week? You don't have to do it. <laughs> I don't have to do it, but I have to do it. You don't have to walk on this ledge. Well, because if I don't, I can't give y'all the energy that y'all need for this podcast. Well, we, um, we can, we, I, I, I got enough for, but if you're not ready to do this, don't have to do it. Without talking about it. So if I start this conversation, it will be an abbreviated episode for sure. Um, She doesn't have to do it. The only reason why I'm going to do it is because I have felt like I've been on a very lonely journey. And so I know that if I feel like that, I can't be the only one feeling like that. (laughs) Speak your truth, girl. Um, I cannot guarantee that I will get through this without crying. (laughs) And I know that's why he uh, played the first, the song in the beginning of the podcast. Come on, man. Um, if y'all watching on YouTube, man, bear with us. Want me to hit the button first? You want to just get right in because I didn't know you were gonna do this. You just go ahead. You shot me every time. Here we go. During the week, we got D. Let's chill. Let's talk on the podcast. That's what I. India, I'm moving out of the way. So. Like he said, life has been lifing the fuck out of us. I just feel like <laughs> hey. I can't catch a break. You know what's funny? So I'm, I ain't mean to cut you off, but when we first started the podcast, I'm like, man, there's only so much we can talk about. Like, we gotta, like, how are we gonna keep this up? 
keep living. You will find stuff to talk about. Life is happening. Okay, so um, on. If you had it right now, let me pull up my calendar so I can get some dates. We finna give y'all the exact timeline right now. Bear with us. She's not gonna give you a play by play. This is gonna be the abridged version of the story. So, uh, looking at my calendar, December, I finished Pilates training. Yeah, I finished Pilates training in December. That was December 12th. We celebrating, baby. That was the last day. And the whole time I kept thinking, I was like, where's my period? <laughs> where's my period? And so that my period is never late. Never. And I'm always on time with the pullout. And it's it just comes like clockwork. Like Come on, I know man. exactly when I'm ovulating. I know exactly when my period's coming. It's just, you know, so at this point, it's Pilates coming. wrapped up. I'm like three days, no period. You know, and I just let it ride. I was like, maybe, you know, my body's just stressed because I've been doing a lot of exercising and, mm. and moving and, you know, out of the norm. I mean, my last two Pilates trainings weekends were insane with the amount of Pilates that I did. You were going nuts. So um, I took a pregnancy test on what day was two days later. So that Tuesday. Two days. Um, And I was pregnant. Oh! So let me see. It was great. I told Barrett Hey, man, how she did it was a player. I don't want to even tell y'all how she did it because y'all going to mess the vibes up. But what she did, she wrote a poem, had it had it boxed up, had the peace stick in the box, had the um, vibes. It was an ultrasound. When it was, no, when it no. was a, um, a onesie. She hooked me up. Continue, queen. So I told Barrett that Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, been pregnant. <laughs> so we're gonna tell y'all. Um, you know what I'm saying? I lay on. And then you know all the other shit happened. So it's been like a very depressing past month. I ended up with COVID. I was sick for three <laughs> weeks. Um, you ain't caught catch your break. Your grandmother passed. I was gonna say I I'm going through all of this, and I'm I'm still grieving. My grandmother. Yep. Like, I still have moments where I just sit and start crying because of my grandma. I ain't making that no better. Y'all know me, man. You know, I, I apologize. Um, so, that was that. Yep. January rolls around. My first appointment is scheduled for the 12th or the 13th. So, whatever day that Thursday was on. The 12th. Of that week. We go to the appointment. <laughs> Sit down. She pulls up the ultrasound screen, and she's she's talking to me, and she's like, right. "Um, you're supposed to be about nine weeks, right?" I was. I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be nine weeks, and um, well, I was supposed to be like eight weeks, six days, based on you know the calculations or whatever. And she was like, well, baby's measuring a bit small. Um, it's measuring five weeks, six days. And so, and like, she has the ultrasound. Like, she's doing it. It was a transvaginal ultrasound. For people who don't know what that is, it's, um, they basically 
Instead of like the baby sound, like the ultrasound pictures that you see where they skin you on the stomach, they stick it inside of your vagina to see um, because they can get a more accurate picture that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's like, there's just a tiny flicker of a heartbeat. Um, Put the baby's measure in five weeks, six days. So, and I'm looking at the ultrasound screen. I'm like, this don't look right. Because I know, I mean, obviously I've been through this before. And I'm like, I'm not seeing enough. Like, at this point, like in nine weeks, I should have seen like a little baby. Man, she could be uh, an ultrasound tech the way she knew everything. I'm sitting there like, I was good. I'm little. That's what I was like. You know, I'm small. I'm skinny. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Yeah. So, um... She was like, you got to come back next week because it could be, you know, maybe you ovulated later than you thought you did. Um, but we just have to make sure. So you have to come back in seven days. I thought she cheated on me at first on everything I did. I said, aha, it ain't mine. Continue. I do not need your com- comedic relief right now. My bad. I'm trying. Go ahead. Keep going. So um, we go back to see the doctor. And she says, yeah, um, and I I can see it in her face. <laughs> Bro, it'd be so crazy. I can see it in her face. It's not good. And she's like, yeah, that usually means miscarriage. Um, and honestly, from there, I didn't hear anything else she said. I just started bawling. <laughs> Instantly. Because when we were in the ultrasound room, I told, I looked at Beard and I said, that's, I said, that's not good. Mm-hmm. That's what you told me. Um, and so... I pretty much knew, but I had like an ounce of hope because she was like, there's a tiny little flicker of a heartbeat there, which if it's like a flicker of a heartbeat, it's kind of like what it would be mm-hmm. at five weeks. <laughs> I was excited. Like, oh, we in there. We in the game. And you um, said, we not. So when the doctor said, you know, usually makes miscarriage, I was like, okay. So I'm bawling. And then she was like, we want to, we're going to do your blood work and we want to check your progesterone um and if it's low then we're gonna have you supplement that because you need progesterone to support a healthy pregnancy so i'm like okay fine so we go get the blood work done we Mm -hmm. leave and i'm devastated so they call the next day my progesterone level is low and so to tell what progesterone is for the fellas out there because i don't know it's i mean it's a hormone that you know your body Makes like women, we produce progesterone and estrogen, and so we need them both. I thought it was just testosterone. (laughs) Um, so she called back, and I get I have like my lab results in the portal, and everything checks out fine, like everything is fine. Um, even technically, the progesterone is within normal limits, and so according to like the lab results, your progesterone in the first trimester should be between 11. In like 40 something. And so mine was 11.5. So I'm at the very end of it. <laughs> I'm at the bottom. So they called and they're like, yeah, your progesterone is a little low. So we want to supplement you, um, you know, until you come back in. So I'm like, okay. So I start supplementing with progesterone and it's like a little pill. You have to stick it up your vagina uh, because it also makes you really sick. And if you take it, uh, if you take it orally, it makes you sicker. So mind you, I'm already feeling like regular pregnancy symptoms. I'm already nauseous, 
you know, I'm already super tired. And then I started taking this progesterone and I feel like shit for a week. And you were irritated. <sighs> and so... <laughs> Irritated to say the least. I'm calling the doctor. I call the doctor or the nurses line like twice between that first appointment and the second appointment. I'm like, is is everything normal? And you know, like, should I be feeling like this? And every time I talk to somebody, they kept asking me like, Are you spotting? Are you bleeding? And it's almost it, it was like expected. Like, yeah. yeah, they were like waiting for me to start that. I'm like, no, like I'm, at that at that point, I wasn't spotting. I wasn't cramping. I hadn't been feeling like that. So I was just like, no, like I feel fine. So the next week, <laughs> which was uh, last week, last week. Yeah. Yeah. Or no. Week before last. Week we before last. Yeah. The week yeah. before last. Because so the week before last, that Thursday. So I went back on January 20th. Hmm. <laughs> They did the ultrasound, and I'm looking, and I'm like, this baby didn't grow. <laughs> and the difference is that I knew that the heart wasn't beating. Yeah. That's the first time I could see the little flicker. And then when we went the second time, I couldn't see it. Can I jump in and say something? Go ahead. That lady was so nice the second time. No, the first time, the lady was... Mm. The second time, it was an older lady. Yeah. She was so nice. She, I'm talking about... She did everything in her power to make sure that the baby, if it was there, she was going to find it. She twirled the one around. Ah, ah. She took about 30 pictures. Yeah, she tried. She she, tried. Tried. she gave it everything she had. So I just want to give it up for her. So I asked her, I was like, is there still a heartbeat? And she was like, um, well, it's, it's just too early to tell. But she's not knowing that I've already been here. She didn't even look. The week before. Yeah, she didn't even look. And so I was like, well, there was a heartbeat last week. So if there's not one now, it's, you know, it's the heart stopped beating. She kind of walked out. So sad. we went to sit back in to the um, waiting room. They called us back to speak to the doctor. And I was kind of, it's like I knew what was about to happen, but it didn't make it real until the doctor said it. And so she was like, yeah, I'm so sorry. And my doctor, she's so sweet. She dope too, man. Um, she, and you can tell she's the same thing. She was waiting out in the hallway. It was like she wanted to come right in there, but she waited out in the hallway, pacing, trying to figure out how to do it, what to say. But she came in there. Yeah. And she was like, Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, um, the baby didn't have RB, the baby didn't grow. Um, so they gave me three options. Uh, to either for one what I liked about my doctor is that she didn't force me to make a decision that day she, she was sure like did. you know if you want to go home have a good cry you know do whatever you need to do and then make your decision you know we're fine with that and oh. I was at that point I'm already bawling <laughs> oh it was tough um it was tough <laughs> hold on I got you. I didn't know what to do. Um. So they gave me three options. They said you can either wait mm-hmm. to pass. They say the pass the pregnancy, but the baby. You can either wait to pass it naturally. Yep. Or you can um have surgery, or you can uh, which the surgery is 
they call it a DNC, which stands for something. I don't fucking know. Um, and what then I looked it up, but I could never forget it. It was like a long name. Um, no, or you can right take now. appeal to speed up the process and have the miscarriage go ahead and start. And so I was just like, again, I couldn't even focus on what she was saying. And I was just like, well, what do you recommend? And she was like, she, I mean, she said multiple times that I could wait. Yeah, she like you can just, you she wait. was like, you you can wait. Like you don't have to make a decision right now. And I was like, well, just prescribe me the medicine. Like I'm just frustrated at this point. Just prescribe me the medicine. The medicine is the abortion pill. Like that's what it is. It's the Pretty abortion much. pill. Like you take the medicine and it puts your body into labor to pass everything. Mind you, at this point. I'm 10 weeks. <laughs> so I'm losing a baby at 10 weeks pregnant. And I only have like two or three more weeks before the first trimester is over. <laughs> so it fucking sucks. <laughs> um, so I chose the medicine. And then the next day, I was out with Blake and I stopped to use the restroom and wiped and there was blood. And so I called Beard. I was like, <laughs> no medicine needed. I was like, I guess we're going to do this naturally because it's already starting. Um, So, the next couple of days are awful. <laughs> Bruh, not even to say the least. And so, I never, like, I've heard, I've seen people talk about miscarriage a lot over the years and you know, social media and even me being a woman, I just never knew what the process entailed. And so I always thought that miscarriage was like one day thing, like, you know, which I mean, it can be if you choose the surgery yeah. or if you are early enough in your pregnancy and you miscarry and you don't even know you're pregnant. Like that happens to some women. Um, you know, they, they get pregnant, don't know they're pregnant and they, by the time they start bleeding, it just it, it just it's like a period to them. So sometimes they don't even know that they're pregnant. But I was very much so pregnant. So my body literally like went into labor. And I say that because I know what it feels like. When I had Blake, I was trying to do unmedicated. And so I went without an epidural as long as I possibly could. Like when I had, like I only had the epidural for like three hours before I actually had him. Girl, labor for 26 if you're new to the game. 26 hours. No medication. 23 hour lockdown. And so I kept calling the doctor and I was like, I'm having contractions. And she was like, yeah, they're like the period cramps. And I was like, no, why y'all, why do y'all keep calling it period cramps? Call it I'm having is. contractions. Like, and I don't know if they say that to try to ease over the fact that you're like literally about to like pass a baby or what, but it's man, it's heavy. It was contractions. And so it started on Friday and then every day after that, it just got worse. So by Sunday, I'm in like pain like my back is hurting. My stomach is hurting. Like all of it is just hurting. Monday is even worse. I saw Beard. I was like, I feel like I'm in labor. And so I called the nurse again, and she, I was explaining to her what's going on. She said, yeah, it sounds like you're going to pass the baby soon. I said, okay. Okay. So I sat there. 
And every time, I feel like every time somebody mentioned the word baby or anything, it was just, it got worse and worse. Yeah. And so I, I mean, Monday, that Monday night I was up all night because I was in so much pain. It's up. And because you're like losing a baby, there's not much that anybody can do. Right. So, like, you're not going to the hospital for them to give you an epidural. <laughs> what they're giving you, it, they didn't even prescribe me any pain medicine. I was trying to buy some lower tabs off the street. Um, I'm trying to hit the home. Who got the tabs? They told me to take ibuprofen, but by the time I actually asked Beer for ibuprofen, which was when the pain was starting to feel like unbearable, this was Tuesday. He came home from work with the ibuprofen. And I, at that point, I knew I was getting close to passing everything. So I waited and I mean, it was, I was in so much pain that I couldn't even sit down. Mm. And so I was just pacing back and forth in the room. I paced back and forth in the room for two hours. And then that was it. Like I, I went to the bathroom, passed everything and I couldn't get out of my mind. I was like, I literally, to me, I just, I was having such a hard time with it because the <laughs> the baby actually had a heartbeat and to pass the baby in the toilet I'm just like there has to be, Gotta be a better, a way, better way for this but it's yeah. not um, and I could have uh, taken the pregnancy tissues of the doctor to have them tested what does that mean? to see if there were like well they could have done like testing on the pregnancy tissue Okay. Um, they could have taken the sack. They okay. could have told us if it was a boy or a girl. Um, but I, I didn't want to. You know. Um, yeah, no. Um, I was okay. And I would like to believe that there is nothing wrong with me. Sell my um, first for day. them to have to test. Yeah. Um, I think it just caught me off guard because Blake's pregnancy was so easy. Easy, breezy, beautiful um, cover girl. I was 26 <laughs> when I got <laughs> pregnant with him. And it's like, we tried. Uh, honestly, we had sex one time I was pregnant. Put a date on like, it. I said, this is what I'm going to do today. <laughs> this is how I'm going to get um, up. So... When I was pregnant with him, it didn't even cross my mind that I could... Have a miscarriage Like And people weren't really Talking about it like that And so mm -mm. You know Now there's more people Talking about it And honestly Like when I got pregnant It was always something That was in the back of my mind Um And not in mind anywhere Me staying, still being like Healthy Like I, I exercise I don't I don't eat bad You know I eat what I'm supposed to eat And Yup I've never in my life Been on birth control never. I don't struggle with any other like women um reproductive issues like I don't have fibroids um I have any of that so to me I was just like well we're pregnant again like it's you know, gonna do <laughs> like you know we're just going through this again we going through the motions um, like everything just cool too as soon as we find out you know because we thought everything was going to be just like the first time, we pre-planning, figuring out different dates to do, 
figuring out different items that we need to buy, looking at a different place to live, even. Like this was a this was a big deal. Over over a two-week span, we are officially about to alter our whole lives. Because we were ready. We're like, all right, let's go. We we excited. We had now we ain't gotta look. We ain't gotta keep Blake no more. Blake can keep somebody else. Now he has a responsibility. Give the kid to Blake. I was excited. And he finally got a gig. I am Blake. You know what I'm saying? So this was great for us. But then nobody plans for anything like this. Um, I don't care how tough you are, what type of man you are, woman you are, nobody plans for a situation to hit you out of nowhere like this because of everything India just said. She's healthier than Ox. I've seen her stretch. She does a rocking chair at night. I can't show it to you. She has to. But she's flexible. She can do, she can run. She, she's got good wind. You eat healthy. You a shade tree vegetarian. So when all this happened, I'm like, nah, I ain't believing from the jump. But with the second it happened, my main concern, and I told you this, like I said, right? My main concern is always her. Hey, is she going to be okay? Like, I understand what's going on internally, but two questions. Is she going to be okay? And is this like an abnormal thing that we have to come back and get tested for? Doc reassured me everything was all right. She was going to be all right. And I said, well, bad. So I actually do have to go back um, And they will do some testing uh, So we're recording this podcast on Monday Podcast drops on Tuesday So that's the day I have to go back to the doctor And so it's just never ending <laughs> So I, The day that this podcast drops I'll be at the doctor's office um, They have to do another ultrasound To see if I passed everything from the pregnancy We have to do more blood work to check my pregnancy hormones to see if they've gone back down to zero. And it's just like every day just feels like a really cruel reminder <laughs> of this. Um, and it just sucks. And the well. day after I actually passed, um, the baby, Blake and I were walking around oh my God. the neighborhood. And it's crazy because <laughs> if you ever, like if, if you are listening to this and you ever have a miscarriage or you choose to go the natural route, it's like once the baby passes, like your body eases immediately. Like mm. it's like everything passed and the cramps stopped immediately. Um, I've still had cramping and bleeding on and off since that day. That's another thing. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. I don't get to see a baby. And I'm still... You getting the good times bleed. They, they out here just running them up. Having to deal with this. Yeah. Um, but the next day after it happened, Blake and I were walking through the neighborhood. And uh, Blake randomly just said, Mommy, I'm... Um, what did he say? Want a he said, "Mommy, I want a, I want a little sister," and um, that tore me up. And then <laughs> he had a, he had 
the whole his whole life planned out. He was like, I want a little sister and we're going to um we're gonna get another house so she can have her own room. And Nobody I'm gonna pay for the house. Him. And so what do you say again? He said, I'm gonna pay for the house. I said, Thank you, God. He's thinking like I want him to think. And um <laughs> he's gonna pay for the house. We never told him that never told him. We were that I was pregnant and we're planning to tell him on his birthday. So his birthday is at the end of this month, uh, February 28th. And we have a surprise Disney trip planned for him. And so we were planning to tell him on the Disney trip. And I had bought books. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you're going to be a big brother. Um, Hopefully I'll be able to give it to him one day. But it was just. Oh, yeah. We shooting it up again. What's up? For him to ask me that the day after everything happened, I was just like, oh, I was like, God, why? Like, why is this happening? Um, And then you just never know what people are going through because I've always known not to ask women when they have want to have kids and. I always known that too, but boy. But we went to um Don't say it. We went somewhere this we, weekend. We went somewhere this weekend <laughs> and we were around other families and it's no knock to the to the person no, no, that we no, were talking super to. Cool they didn't guy. Know. Um like the guy's super legit. He he's a one hundred guy, I can tell. But everybody there had two kids. <laughs> hmm. And so they he asked us He was like He's your only one And Bear was like Yeah Man, my god And he was like um, Oh man Y'all bullshitting Why y'all ain't had Your second one yet I'm looking at this nigga <sighs> <laughs> I ain't know what to say But all I can do Is look at him like this I said Hey man You know like Hey Me I got the clay face I said Hey man We trying It's not for lack of trying Man come on bro you need to go ahead and do it. I'm like, hey, bro. And me, quickly, trying to change the subject. Oh, yeah, man, look. We trying, we trying, you know, you know. We, we going to try. But how many siblings do you have? I'm abruptly doing everything I can to steer the conversation away from her and her uterus. I'm trying to move it on. Yeah, and so it's like I've just been encountering, like having so many encounters <laughs> like that. And I'm just like. Yeah, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky pregnant. I just need a break. <laughs> I just need a break. <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what's been going on right now. Give it My up makeup for you, man. is Hold like smearing. That's brave. That was that was brave. You want to hug? That's brave. Come on. So, so why you rub my titties? Stop getting ready because once you come on pelvic rest, <laughs> I've been on pelvic rest for two That's weeks. A wild now. name, ain't it? Pelvic rest. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> damn, what was I finna say? My bad, I played too much. <sighs> so, it's crazy because obviously, we you know talked about therapy two episodes Man. ago. So, we've at this point, we've talked about therapy three weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, so the timing was definitely in alignment for that because thank God it's like we found out that we were having the miscarriage on Thursday and we already had an appointment set up. Ain't God good? Um, for that Monday, so we talked and when we first found out, I had 
completely separated from Barry. Like, I didn't want to hear anything that he had to say. She wasn't. I, um, I didn't know what to say either, fellas out there. If you never, if you don't know what to say during a miscarriage, hit me up. If you ever, you know, if you're going through it, or if you are in the middle of it, whatever the case is, you're trying to figure out what to say to your significant other, girlfriend, wife, whatever. I feel like I got, I got a better handle on it now. But in the beginning, I was all over the place. Yeah, and so our therapist was just helping us navigate it as, you know, the best way that we could. And Baird and I handled grief very differently. Mm-hmm. And so I pretty much just, you know, closed all the doors to me right now. Um, I, was, I mean, I was, I've just been so sad. <laughs> so those first... I don't know. For like eight days, I didn't. I didn't even leave the room. You didn't. You were in the room. Like she, she didn't leave. And so Barrett kept trying to be busy, and so mm. he wanted to organize the entire fucking house. He wanted to clean the garage. And when I, we were talking to the therapist about it, he was just like, "It sounds like you're avoiding it." And then he, the therapist was like, "Have you told him what you needed?" And I'm like, "No." But I think in a sense what in a sense for me, I was because I've been feeling so much grief over the past couple of months, I'm just tired of telling people what I need. Mm-hmm. Um and this goes for like Barrett, friends, everybody. I'm tired of telling people what I need. Um not saying that anybody should read my mind, but I'm just tired. Um, hmm. I mean, this is the thing, right? You were tired, and me personally. So when he asked that question, like, how do we deal with grief? He said, "I think he said men go through this stage where they get emotionally hardened, and whether about the world, and it's about like family issue, whatever the case is." He said, "Men go through this stage," and he said, "Because I've dealt with grief throughout like my adult years in different phases." He asked me, have I, like, was I hardened, like, by grief? And I said, I don't know, but the only way I know how to deal with grief is to remain busy. It's the only way I know how to deal with it. Like, if I'm not working, I might not necessarily cry, but if I'm not working, like, I'm going, I would go crazy if, God forbid, like, we lost the baby, it was a miscarriage. If I didn't have anything to do, I would have been, I would have been, like, for real freaking out. I probably would have just lost it. I needed something. Organized the garage, y'all to see. Oh, look, not speaking Spain. <laughs> Organized the whole garage, started fixing stuff in the house. I had to do something, but I kept kept busy, kept going with Blake. Like I kept everything moving, moving, moving. And I think India felt. I'm putting words in your mouth right now. India felt as though I was turning my back on the situation, which I told her in the therapy session. That's not even the case. Like, it's on the front of my mind, but the way I work through it is to work through it. Um, But the therapist also told us him why that was not working. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, I just didn't have the words. Like I said, I'm tired of telling people. But he also told you. What I need. Because she said she wants me to be present. And then he said, what does that mean? And India was like, I don't know. I just want him to be present. And then he said, well, 
if he doesn't know what that means, how can he be present? So I told him, you know, I need to be present. He's like, well, I hope you find out what it means because I should talk. He did say that. He said, I hope you find out what it means because I don't know what it means. So good luck. But to me, it was just, to me, I mean, because I'm going through this with Barrett, that's who I've gravitated towards. But I'm like, I can't gravitate towards you if you're looking for unnecessary shit to do right now. Like, you're going downstairs to organize the garage, and I really just want you to sit here with me. And I may not even talk to you. But I just need you to be here with me. Because I I told him from the jump, I was like, I feel like I'm alone. You did. And this, and this is the part that sucked about this whole thing, man. Because and I, think, I feel like that's why you wanted to come over here and talk about it. Because we ain't know nobody. Like, I know I didn't know anybody um, like that that I can reach out to. No guys? Absolutely no guys. But um, you didn't know anybody, I guess. I don't know. I'll let you just... No, um, you're not saying anybody's name. You found somebody. I reached out to one person because I remember her briefly saying that she had experienced two miscarriages. Um, and she has two babies now, but between each of her children, she experienced a miscarriage. And so I reached out to her. Mm. Um, and it was just nice because the way that her husband dealt with it was similar to the way that Barrett was handling it. And fellas, let me tell you to the thing, me, I just here. think that men. They don't feel it the way that we do because mm-hmm. we're the one that's carrying it. That's true. And I also feel that that also applies to other people. It's like people don't understand the magnitude of the grief because they can't see what or who you're grieving. It's a big bad boy, man. I'm telling y'all, it ain't. it's real. And it's like you're breathing. It's like for me, it felt like. To other people, the baby wasn't real. Mm. You know? Um, but to but the it household, was very real yeah, <laughs> to us. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know a lot of women go through it. Maybe more women should talk. And even once I had made up my decision, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go the natural route for the miscarriage. I was trying to Google everything. I'm like, what's what am I supposed to expect in this? Like, what is supposed to be happening? And I could find nothing, like no information or anything. And so that was also frustrating. Um, and my therapist, he asked, he was like, do you have like a group of friends? Sure like, Because he talked about in like biblical times and like Mm. sister circles and stuff like that I said yeah I do but what am I supposed to say to them like I really feel like this is something that you do not truly get (laughs) unless you have one um because even like with me talking to the nurses at the hospital you know and them saying like oh you're having like the period like cramps and I'm like no (laughs) That's not what this is. That's not what this it's feels real. like. Um, so I don't know. Maybe more people should talk about it. <laughs> well, then you, you got a lot of books too, didn't you? Um, I did. I've, My girl um, had Amazon. She had Amazon on lock. And that's just week. because I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like it's still very fresh. 
And I'm like, I don't know how else to get get through it. So I have been ordering a lot of books. Um, mm-hmm. One of them, not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I didn't finish that one. What is it? Um, I said, well, what's the name of it for those of you who want to know? It's called the Miscarriage Map, but it. I think I was looking for something that was more so along the lines of like, okay, I've had the miscarriage. Like, how do I heal from this? Like, how do I, how do I move on with my life? How do I not envy other women who are pregnant and thriving? Um, And I haven't found anything like that. Um, So that sucks. Well, I think the biggest thing that you've done is today. I mean, like, you don't know who you might be helping. Because I told you, I was ready to talk about a whole gang of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I had a whole gang of stuff to come here and talk about. So I I just want to commend you for even having the courage to get on here and do something like this. You know what I mean? Um, A lot of people wouldn't have done it. I, You know, I'm still in disbelief that you did (laughs) But I'm proud of you though. I'm proud of you for real, for real. Yeah. You need um, a vacation. That's what you've been telling me you need. So if anybody, I'm gonna sort of go fund me out there. If anybody, I'm just playing. I started go fund me. It's crazy. I'm ridiculous. Why would I say something like that? Um Yeah, I don't know. I have other thoughts, but they're kind of fleeting away from me at this point. You've done enough. I'm tired. <laughs> I think you. I think you've said enough. Give it up, man. Give, give, give me. I mean, I, I know this doesn't deserve a round of applause, but your courage, Queen, deserves a round of applause. And I would say something else about therapy. Right? It came at the right time. I told my wife this spiritual shit really works. How you, you can't Jay-Z. keep calling it spiritual? That's what Jay Z said on the song. <sighs> but anyway, this entire time. I thought when people say you need to read the Bible with your significant other, you need to sit down and y'all need to comb through the Bible and read the Bible. This entire time, I thought it really meant starting at Genesis, going from book one to Revelations, the end of the Bible. So I thought you picked, you know, you just read through the Bible. That ain't what it means. It means that you find a moment in your life and you figure out a scripture, uh, a prayer, and you go and you read that with your significant other, whatever point in your life that is, and you let that minister to you. That's what my man, Mr. Mickles, told me. And this whole time, I'm sitting there like, bro, you want me to do what? Want me to read the Bible? So I want me to sit down. All right, Indy tonight. First John chapter five, let's go. But it ain't even like that. I'm so excited to know that I ain't got to do it like that. I didn't know. But we have been sitting down. Um, yeah, and man. And he even tried to, like, fight me on this. But I was like, bro, whatever. You don't read the Bible enough to know what you, like, just I don't. shut up. I didn't. And so I was like, let's just go to the Bible app and find a plan that talks about marriage. And so we are in the middle of. A plan together. Yeah, it's dope um, too. And it's like a devotional. We just do it every night before bed. And it has been helping. And I do remember at some point last year, even towards the end of last year, I, I prayed and I was like, I want to grow closer to my husband. And you really got to be careful when you say stuff like that because this hurts and it fucking sucks. Um, but 
It has definitely been drawing us closer together. <laughs> Man, with tragedy comes closeness, I guess. You know what I mean? So I hate it had to be. I hate it. You, we had to go this route. And, and I also think it's hard for like people this. to understand when you already have a baby. It's like just because yeah. you have another kid doesn't yeah. make it I mean, any yeah. less devastating. Oh, this is what I was going to say. My advice. Can I hit the button real fast? I just got one tip. Can I, can I hit it? Now unqualified advice from Here I go. Love and Beloved's Relation Tip. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Fellas out there, listen up. If you ever go through a situation like this, after you ask the doctor, is everything going to be okay? And the doctor comes back to you. And she says, yes, don't go out in the parking lot and then start coaching your wife up. I did that. Boy, we got out of that parking lot. You good. You going to be all right. We just going to try it again. Well, how, how, how many weeks you got? Whenever them weeks up, bam, we right back to it. You healthy. I'm healthy. Let's try again. You had one. You can have another. Come on. You can do it. I didn't know. And I think I like ignored him the rest of the day. Think. Think. You mean think? No, you didn't. Yeah. But I didn't know, man. And I didn't apologize. Yeah. In therapy and everything else. Because I told the therapist I did that old crazy shit. But um, I told him exactly what I did. And what I did right there was exactly kind of what I did. Probably that exaggerated too. Um, So don't be like me. Be better than me. And you can't say like, just try again. Go have another baby. Like, yeah. I'm still processing this one. It's tough. Because it was, again, it was an actual baby. It was in there. In there. Um, so I can't even think of, like, when I want. I, I, I can't even think about that. Yeah, you know, we take it one day even. at a time. If she, if she plans to do it, whenever it's ready, say, be love. Let loose. That's what I'm going to do. If she says she ain't ready, that's what I'm going to do. Woman's body, her choice. And that's how I'm giving it up. India, tell the people where they can find you at, girl. Uh, India.Marie on Instagram. You can find me at BeLove1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow she and I podcast on Instagram. Leave us a message at she and I podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to YouTube right now. If you haven't done it, do it. If you're listening, go to YouTube later on and subscribe. Thank you, India. Um, I only I would never end like this, but this was I saw play all day. I think this was big of you. Um, I want to tell you that I love you. And you have a lot of courage for getting on a public forum and letting people know what you've been going through as physical and uh, what we've been going through emotional. So, girl, you are a godsend, an angel. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving it up. And in the meantime, in between time, guess what it is? It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I,